some of the other versions too. Okay. Like then you can classical see. Welcome everybody to a special Christmas-themed episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast, where we discuss and celebrate some of our favorites in TV and film. I am your host, Xavier, and today we're going to get into the Christmas spirit and to go talk about one of my personal favorite Christmas movies to watch. Um, joining me today to uh, learn what it means to keep the spirit of Christmas in your hearts is going to be Zach. Me, 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 me. We have... <laughs> Nice, nice. It's a little clue if you haven't been following along which version of uh, a Christmas Carol we'll be talking about. But uh, I also have Danny here. What's up? It's nice. No Muppet impersonation. Nothing. Him. Yeah, that was that was Kermit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hey guys. Well, hi there. And we have Danny. It's Piggy. No kidding. Uh, you mean and Anthony? Anthony. Oh, sorry. There's them two. I'm too blown away by Beaker and Zach. That was oh, really good, oh, actually. Like a bah, humbug, I guess. All right, so it has to be the you know the, the serious one here in Ugh. the whole Ugh. shebang. A la Michael Caine. I love it. Perfect. So, yes, um, getting a little bit ahead of ourselves in this wild, wacky, zany version of a Christmas classic, uh, we're going to talk about A Muppet Christmas Carol. Right now, it is, should be streaming on Disney+. Plus, yeah. um, and it's actually, over time, developed its own, gone from like a, you know, a kid's favorite to a cult classic to then after many almost 30 years looking into it and saying it's become like one of the, the definitive versions over time um but uh i mean i guess as of last year it it, it came out in 1992 so we're yeah, recording this in yeah it's 31 years old so I am I am technically older than this film. <sighs> You're back. <laughs> oh no! But um, I was a little hesitant, honestly, in picking it. But I wanted to get something a little different from like your standard, maybe goofy and uh, like wacky Christmas movie, all of mm. something like Jingle All the Way. Even though Jingle All the Way can be a little like you know subversive and anti-capitalist, whatever, um, and also something <laughs> super serious. Um, like, you know, it's a wonderful life or something like that. And I wanted to kind of bridge the gap, uh, with, uh, something that kind of spoke to my childhood a little bit. I grew up watching a lot of the, uh, Muppet Babies cartoons when I was, uh, I either stayed home from school or there was like downtime, uh, while waiting for my parents to pick me up from school and knowing that they had actually like the live action Muppet stuff, I just found just the fun mix of funny but also like witty comedy in there too and uh over time this version i watch i go between this version and the 80s version of a christmas carol starring uh george c scott which i think he actually was nominated for an emmy for because he's really really good but um i wanted to make it a little less serious so hopefully cool. we brought a little bit of the whimsy but still that heart for you uh you three gentlemen to uh kind of get into the movie so, getting right into it, um, Danny, uh, have you ever seen this one before? 
I have not. You had not. And Zach, you've never seen this either. Nope. Anthony, I believe you have. I have, but when I was young. So I had to rewatch it because I didn't remember that much. Okay. I mean, it's, it's kind of worth rewatching anyway because it's actually, it's not that long. It's like an hour and a half long. And um, I, I was worried it was that. Like the, an hour and 20? No? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then an credits. Hour, yeah, an hour and 26. Yeah, I was worried that, you know, and since it's a Muppets movie, it's going to have some musical numbers. So mm-hmm. I remember thinking, I don't know how they're going to, you know, react to musical numbers. But I think we all really enjoyed West Side Story. So uh, even like the newer one. So, you know, we went into it. So uh, going right into it, I'm going to kind of uh, start the discussion here is what did you guys think about Michael Caine playing like a completely like just treating the Muppets and the whole situation as like, genuinely like Ebenezer Scrooge no tongue in cheek no like I'm in a Muppets movie kind of thing this yeah. man was just really in it yeah he was like like if they didn't like exist as Muppets technically exactly like they were just like normal actors yeah he's just, he was just Scrooge yeah. yeah he thought he was on like a Broadway stage and just was like I'm gonna act the crap out of this movie yeah <laughs> dude I loved every time how like how they they add the Muppet spin to some of the characters I like that it's not just uh, Scrooge and Cratchit it's Scrooge Cratchit, and then you also have the bookkeepers, which are just the extra mice. And I love how, like, again, like they get, they like will come up with something really goofy of like trying to get coal. Like, hey, we can use some coal, man. We're we're freezing our assets off here, and like <laughs> little stuff like that. And then he's just like, and then like they wrote into it where he's just like, hey, you know, you can be complaining from the you know unemployment line, and he's just like yelling. It was like it's like a, you know, and then they kind of switch back and turn around. It's like, oh, I'm feeling the heat, and one of them puts on like a like Hawaiian gig on and. Like, you think it's, like, really stupid and over the top, but, like, then it's balanced by that serious gravitas yeah. of Michael Caine. It was, it was I, I loved that. Like It, it definitely it has, like, scary. that, um, like, back and forth of, like, witty, funny, like, you know, Muppet style. And then it goes to, like, Michael Caine just being super serious and um, being more emotional, let's say. Yeah, um, like, so. you know, bringing, bringing the seriousness to the role. Like, yeah. Ebenezer Scrooge is this now almost timeless now character of somebody who's just like over time has kind of like hardened himself to just human emotion caring and just use the pursuit of you know finance and money to just kind of like be his sole purpose because everything else has kind of sort of let him down and uh you see that a bit even with uh the plea of these basically in the story scrooge gets solicited by these guys to donate uh to help so help the poor and it's paid by uh, Dr. Hunts and Bunny do, uh, uh, Dr. Honeydew and, and Beaker, which, you know, Zach had to, uh, bring out his, his <laughs> whole thing on it. And like that whole initial scene too, just like how, like, just seriously plays Scrooge's lines of this, like, Oh, I don't know, poor houses. Like, well, you know, if, if they're to die, you know, they'd rather die. Well, then they'll decrease the surplus population. And Beaker's just like, so distraught he's like oh my god this guy's like dead inside <laughs> like and he's just like scared. you seem like freaking out and scared and and it's like uh like like he's behind hiding behind like dr butts and honeydew he's like oh my god i'm so scared it's like uh i think we've taken enough of his time he's like yeah well, i have and it's just like it's kind of funny but again it still has like the serious it hits the serious moments for me man like there's so many of those moments um I like to joke that uh, we get a two for one when it comes to like uh, Jacob Marley's ghost. So you actually get uh, like, uh, I don't know if you, if you guys are know about the Muppets, but um, you basically, um, 
there's a those two heckler characters that um, are basically they're known as Statler and Waldorf, and they're always on the balcony just like making fun of whoever's on stage and just like heckling the hell out of them. So well, yeah, when I when I went to uh, is it Hollywood Studios? They have uh, the Muppets the show. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, I went mm-hmm. there. I was like a couple years ago, and then of course they're up on the balcony mm-hmm. and they're uh, they're just know. trolls. They're the <laughs> yeah. ultimate trolls. Yeah, yeah like, like, like in between like parts of the skit and everything is they're the ultimate trolls but like they'll if they don't just like say whatever the hell they'll just they'll actually use the material and kind of like throw it back at, it, at whatever performer's face it's usually at Fozzie's expense or someone like that but waka waka. yeah he's <laughs> like you managed to make it even worse like just it's great because then it also ties into the whole thing of just like the way they speak is almost like a ghost-esque because they're are they're already old anyway and then it's yeah. like you can dress them up as those kind of ghosts that the whole the whole bit too of like of the gang like them haunting scrooge like it's like half goofy but then it's also like you get the freaky part where like he goes for the door handle and it's um oh, one yeah, of their faces, faces again he's just like Ooh, like and, he, and he's like again like kind of trolling them at the same time but it's also freaky because they actually i think it was actually like his muppet face like on the they would phase it in yeah, I mean, this is, you know, half a horror story. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the, like, it's this, a Christmas Carol is, it's, you know, hopeful tale, but also half a ghost story. Yeah. Well, because I, I watched the, um, the Robert Zemeckis one, and I mentioned it before. Jim Carrey. With yeah. Jim Carrey, uh, where he's actually all of the ghosts, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Jim in this one, I've seen that one um, growing up. Like Carey that's the one I mainly up. remember. Growing up, the, the movie came out a few years ago. <sighs> no, it, it came out like what, like maybe a decade or so ago. Back. I think it was like, two thousand eight or something. Like, yeah, Danny, you're you're the info guy. Two thousand nine. That was a nineteen. Right? Nine. Yeah, two thousand nine. I was already in college, and the movie came. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Did that come out before or after Be- after Beowulf? Yeah, because Beowulf came out two thousand seven. But uh, anyway, um, that that scene, the the close to Christmas yet to come, like that whole se- that that sequence just is weird to me. Like it's like I don't know. It's like I don't know. It's, it's it I, it takes me away from the whole like hey, this is the part where you're supposed to see all the bad stuff that can happen. Yeah, like, like, like it, was, it was such a huge contrast from from having seen like the 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 Zemeckis version where it's a little bit more serious and and supposed to like be uh, not frightening but but uh scrooge is supposed to be like like terrified of like yeah he's dying. scared like dying not only him dying well, and but also like, like like seeing that the tiny tim and like the family and everything and seeing also like everybody just still being really cold and heartless like the you saw the other muppets when they're divvying up his stuff mm-hmm. like that 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 part is like kind of funny because they're still throwing out like zingers and one-liners but it's also kind of like oh you're getting the idea it's like oh you should have you know, he waited too long to finally have, you know, to give b- away yeah, what he has. To give away what he had because, you know, he had to like bite, bite the dust in order to get it. So it was again hitting those points home. And like Michael Caine's like seeing it and not just like, I like that he's not like freaking out and distraught, but he's just like sad. Like, and you can see it. Like, it's just like his body language has changed. Like, he's just like, like it's sad, but they're like, no, there's still hope. And I like that the, the giant, like, costume or even if you want to consider it a muppet for the ghost of christmas yet to come like he's uh like it's still kind of freaky but it's like oh it's also kind of a muppet still 
Um, the, cool. the last one, right? Yeah, the last yeah. one. Yeah, the one that had no face. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, that it's one. It's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it was it's, like a Dementor type, like, <laughs> Muppet. It's enough to give the point. Um, there are cool like, effects, too, because then when, you, like, when he first took them and then, like, the whole screen the back just, like, warped. Like, like a black pretty, hole. Yeah, it was cool. I also liked, um, oh, we didn't talk about, um, we talked about the cast on most of the Muppets play the characters of the movie. Mm-hmm. I like that the movie is narrated by uh, Gonzo, Gonzo as, as actually Charles Dickens. And like they, they talk about uh, omniscient narrators. He's like, oh, I yeah, know everything. Like, he's like, yeah. how do you know he's there right now? It's like, I just like, I know this like the back of my hand. Oh yeah, prove it. Well, there's a, a little mole, spot in the mole. There's like, no buddy. And he's there with Rizzo the rat and like, that's where like I, I got to know like learn of that the character Rizzo Rat how he plays very well to Gonzo's like wild zany uh, daredevil antics like it's it's funny because then like throughout all the physical gags that Rizzo gets stuck in like Gonzo's always there like oh stop playing around or oh like oh it's like oh I, I almost froze my butt off I was froze like oh lucky you like because he wants to like go out there and do all of the wild you know daredevil stunts and it's like. The whole funny thing of Gonzo's like, wow, you're having all the fun while he's like narrating like a serious, a semi-serious story. Um, and like, like when they get to that third part, I know we're jumping around a lot. When he gets to that third part, the third act, he the, he and Rizzo are like, it's too scary. We'll, we'll see you at the other end of it. And we're like, what? So like, it's fun because like, you we'll know, see you in the finale. Yeah, we'll That's see you at the finale. We, we got to go like this is. Like they knew not to make it too goofy. Like, that's, yeah, like let they, that part know. be serious. Yeah, because yeah. there are some parts where Gonzo's narrating and those are actually like lines from the book. So he's just like citing yeah. the book. And then I like how they also pivot and yeah. they have their own lines. So yeah, that's, yeah that's Marley cool. was as dead as a doornail. Like that was, that's like, that's, I believe that's how the story starts. Like it's just like, he's like, it's like one thing to remember about the story is that this guy is dead. You're mm-hmm. like, damn. Like, and Rizzo and Rizzo was saying something about it too. He's like, like, well, it's a pretty. Like, oh, but that's like, that's the story. Like, that's like that's how this starts. Yeah, this is how the story starts. What do you want to do? Um, Kermit as Bob Cratchit is perfect. Um, I loved the. I like how there's always a mix when you see you meet jo- uh, Fred, his his ne- uh, nephew. Like when he's at the party, it's like uh, his wife, a human character, and then other Muppets there too. Like that's like. You know they're playing the, the 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 game the word game and um it's just it's fun because then out even in the street when you first meet Scrooge he's just like you know just completely against everybody else just on his own like almost warpath going through the town it's a mix of people singing and also the Muppets singing too like it's a good mix where it's just like yeah like there's all this kind of like semi zaniness there's mice trying to beg for cheese on you know in a wall but like he's just playing as if like hey I'm in Victorian uh. Or Charles Dickens era London, just you know, doing his thing. It's 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 a great mix. Like if you, the more you you think about it, I think it's like, man, this is it's an awesome balance for it all. Um, I don't know. I was meant to ask Anthony's question. What did you think about the 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 Muppet they used for the Ghost of Christmas Past? Past or present? Past. So the creepy, like, oh my God. Yes. little so kid dog. Thank you. Oh my creepy. God, dude. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is a kid's movie. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I was watching this, I was like, man, I probably was scared when I saw this when I was a little kid. Because, I mean, granted, they should be scary because they're ghosts. They're ghosts. But, yeah, man, that's a, that's one of those uh, dolls you find on a creepy island or something like that. It was like pre-Annabelle. It's like <laughs> half life, lifeless face, but like st- they- it was like smiling, but not smiling because it's dead. 
And that creepy child voice is just like, come on, Ebenezer. And it's like floating. So it's like, oof, this is weird. Oh, yeah. It's like, come on, you see what's going on. Let's go to your past. And his old teacher is Sam Eagle. That's the American way. Like, <laughs> no, the British way. The British way. <laughs> I love Sam Eagle. It's so stupid. Like, again, little stuff like that, or like when Gonzo and Rizzo are on the bookshelf, mm-hmm. and just like, you could be, have a found, fine foundation, like this building, and falls and over. Falls. Just like, I meant to fix that. <laughs> like, I've been meaning to fix that. Like, again, this really fun stuff, but again, like, Scrooge is seeing his childhood, like, man, like, I was like this the whole time, like, even as a kid, like, man, this, this is kind of sad. Like, I didn't, you know, I didn't have nobody to go home to, and, you know, uh, or whatever, my family, and then he like uh, they the the time the time jump to where he's like uh, a young professional, and they go to even uh, instead of Fezziwig, it's Fozziwig. Like oh, the yeah. moment where I'm watching this kid, like Fozziwig, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. And then it's like Fozzie's just like, no, have some fun. You got to do all this stuff. And he has like his wife there, and uh, which in the story, like his wife's also like a, a reveler. Like, come on, we got to have fun. It's like it's like this is costing a lot for the party. It's just like. It's expenses we're gonna make back. It's Christmas. We gotta have fun, and uh, and then we get um, again. Yeah, I have the Muppets flair to it. So the in-house music is played none, by none other than uh, the band that Animal plays the drums on. I had to look this up actually when I was watching the movie because when the band usually shows up, it's it's always a lot of fun, and then Animal goes nuts and on the drums it just kind of like breaks everything. Typical <laughs> um, yeah, typical Animal. Uh, and the band name is is incredible. I'm kind of mad I never knew this earlier, but the band is called Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. <laughs> like, that's kind of a badass band name. Like, it's just, it's so, again, it's very, it, it fits the fitting. Muppets. Very fitting for the Muppets. And, um, yeah, we get uh, some, yeah, fu- fun stuff in Christmas Past. Um, and, uh, we go, you know, again, Michael Caine is playing through all this stuff, and he's like, He's remembering is like, oh, this guy threw the best parties. And you're like, what do you know about parties, guy? And then you get to see it from there. It's really, really cool. Um, and then, of course, it kind of goes right into you know, some of these. Like you have some of the musical numbers, in the, in, uh, which I'll get to later. But um, talking about now going into the section of Christmas present, I think that part uh, is really memorable for a lot of people, especially me as a kid. Because um, usually the Christmas present ghost is like this like happy jolly almost like a santa claus yeah almost like a santa claus ghost but i like i I don't know what did you guys uh zach and danny think about this ghost specifically they made him so huge first of all that that must have been a big either a really big puppet or small but then in editing they made him look bigger but it it looked that big i think it it looked like he was just a huge puppet that was pretty impressive yeah, yeah. like i don't i don't meet character i don't know what, what do you think about characterization like if, if you've seen the the marvin's and mecca's version he's there that that christmas ghost is usually tall yeah usually is portrayed as like but like yeah. the characterization was a little different i think from from what i've known in the past like the whole beginning section is great because it's just like he's kind of absent-minded but he kind of knows what's going on but kind of doesn't he keeps repeating it's like come closer and, and you know and let me know you man you're just like okay like and like again like you think it's like oh is this the point where like michael kane's gonna break and realize he's in a muppet movie and he's just like <laughs> no. no no spirit i think i find you quite peculiar and i forgot what he says but it's like very <laughs> very much like 
you're not quite the other spirits. It's just like, nope, I have another 1,100 siblings. And he's just like, what the heck? This like, totally nuts. different compared to the past. Yeah, compared yeah. to creepy doll and past creepy doll. And then no face dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of lure him into this is what the, 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 the spirit of the times of Christmas present is now. Especially when, when he sees things like Fred's party, he goes to the Christmas dinner with, uh, he gets to look into the Cratchit Christmas dinner and that's where we see Kermit's, uh, I mean, Bob Cratchit is, you know, Kermit's like whole, the family life and we get to meet Tiny Tim. Uh, but we also meet uh, Mrs. Cratchit, which Miss Piggy is hilarious uh, for. And I didn't know for a while, or maybe still is, Frank Oz does the voice for Miss Piggy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I totally have forgotten about that. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, he's, he does a lot of yeah, voice. Yeah, he does a lot of voice. I forgot it was like specifically yeah. Miss Piggy. And it's just like... And then Frank Oz is, of course, known for Yoda. Yeah, for anyone of course. That, yeah. that wouldn't know. And he was, a, he was a producer on this movie, too, I think. Like one, of the, one of the major producers. Well, he, he does a lot of the... Well, yeah, the movement. He's a, he's a puppeteer. Office, yeah, yeah he's, he's a puppeteer. He's been doing Sesame Street since the, since the beginning, almost. Or pretty much since the beginning. That's very true, yeah. Um, and then, Danny, what did, how, what did you think about the, uh, you know, like, this version's Tiny Tim? Well, I don't have too many versions to... Uh, Compared to, compared to, there's always like a little kid with it. Yeah, yeah a little like, kid with it. It's like a tiny little frog. He's trying to. But it, but I think with like the Muppets version, it just makes you feel like, oh, like you know, you, you feel frog. more related, like not related to it, but like feel more compassionate. Yeah, and, and like oh, and then he like sang. He uh, he, then he has his little um, musical number too, which mm, is like he, that. That like that kind of helps sell the thing. Gives the life. You get and, more like. like backstory on a tiny tim like oh you should have seen him in church today which they say in this one was like yeah. he's so great or this whatever and but it's like hey we're gonna help you be more endearing by having the whole family go into a song and talk about their meager existence and hey let's you know be thankful for what we currently have and um and that's where you get the, <laughs> him just watching like all this happen yeah like you know just he's like this is he's like this is the christmas feast that's it like he's like that's what he has it's like and then it's like and i think it's the close to christmas presents like well that's what you pay him <laughs> what do you expect buddy Oof. and he's just like whoa and if that's when the things start hitting him it's like oh this is the kind of impact i can have like, again you, you hit the the well, familiar er, earlier like things. in the movie um when uh kermit was saying like oh can we have like the day off or you know like um maybe uh i think you mentioned like a pay raise but i think the main part was like oh, no the main part is just like hey it's, day it's, off. it's christmas day like we should um oh no because he wanted him to come early yeah uh, he's like come early he's like, but sir it's like it's christmas day he's, he's like, like fine 8 30. yeah <laughs> like 30 minutes yeah it's just like it's it's, it's christmas day sir it's just like well How, give me time what do you normally what do people normally do on this and he's like uh they get the day off they get the day off and he's just like well it seems like a fine well yeah he said again was like oh, it seems like a way to cheat uh cheat out people of good money he's just like well then <laughs> Yeah, since he's like, but sir, no one's going to be able to do business because everyone else is going. He's like, well, then fine. That's, like, yeah. That's a point. But we're going to have to come back at 830 the next day. Like, that's why <laughs> they come like, in earlier. Yes. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, we did it. And even like the bookkeepers are like, all right, yay. Um, and oh, man. And like the other stuff earlier in the day, like, do you remember well, in the beginning of the movie when like he's had this whole like his bah humbug spiel and everything in the office? And then like he <laughs> opens the door and it's the little rabbit kid. And he's oh, just like, yeah. <laughs> he's just like so scared, and you're just like, no, he is extremely mean because he's being mean to Muppets. Like, 
it's so mean, but it's like, and, and the fact that he's just so like stone cold, like serious, not like if he was acting with Muppets, it's like, yeah, it's just like so harsh treating them as like real people. And like, and that's kind of like Muppet people world. That's what you would kind of do at this point. Like, yeah. and that's why when they have like the, the, the scary, like Mr. Scrooge introduction song, like you don't need a lot of the other like classical st- establishment of it. Like he gets his own like villain song in the beginning of the movie. Then you know it's like oh, okay, this guy's the, this guy's mean. Like this, this guy's you not gotta cool. have your villain song. Yeah. yeah, the whole the whole town. Yeah, the whole <laughs> town is just like this dude is bad news. Um, like I will say is in other versions like I know the Ghost of Christmas Present can get a little like scary and freaky sometimes, but like I like the change of pace that this one did it's just like oh you don't i don't have to be like super cold and scary like i just got to show you the present and you can see already just like the impact you're having or what you could do um especially like when he starts to realize like oh like those you know uh people who need this stuff for the poor houses can do stuff but i really like how hairy he was because like there there's a lot of scenes like while they're walking it's just like windy and then it almost looks like it's cg but it's not because that's just how cool they made that Muppet. It's like, you don't see that that often anymore. Yeah, and he's moving realistically, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of like lumbering <clears throat> about. Um, yeah, that that's always like, you, you gotta nail that one. Like when any, any type of Christmas Carol retelling, like you gotta nail, like you always have liberties with the Ghost of Christmas Past, but you have to nail the Ghost of Christmas Present and like Anthony's point, the Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come. Like you gotta do that. Which. For me, I think I, I enjoy the ghost of yet ghost of yet to come uh, yeah. the most. Even when he shows the gravestone, where he's just like, yeah. and it's just like, um, it, it's not. And one thing I will say is like Michael Caine when he plays Scrooge in this point, like it's not like despair. You know, like I've seen one or two of the versions. There's like, oh, like freaking out, super sad. And it's just it's like, but, but like like, it's like super sad. It's like just really sad. Like it's not like you know they're bawling tear. Like no, I can yeah. change. Like he's just yeah. like really like internalized. But then, like, there's that little spark of hope. It's just like, there's got to be something. There's got to be, like, that's where it, I, it it sells it a bit. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's, granted, if it's supposed to be a ghost story, you'd think there'd be, his, like, you'd think, oh, he might just go into wild hysterics. But I think it was measured just, like, a, a good... Like, a, yeah, I like how they did it in this, this sort of way. Yeah. And not, like, freaking out in the sense of, like, how you were saying, like, Oh, like, I'm gonna panicking. die! Like, yeah, like that. I can't uh, die! No, can't I die! No. Like, like a selfish type of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah just like, like with uh, the the Jim Carrey one, it was the same thing. Like he's freaking out. Like like he doesn't want to die. He wants to. Yeah, uh, I don't want to Like he's like like even here, like he's he's concerned for Tiny Tim, but yeah. he's like no, like like he's like no, Tim, like you have to Tim. I can still help Tim. There won't be an empty crutch by the fireplace. Like we can, I can do something. And he, I am gonna do better. And then like he yeah. wakes up, he's like. They do it, and then he does the classical of the spirits. They've done it all in one day, and then, yeah. um, and that's where that whole the ending section I thought is like, it's uh like you hit all the little points he did before, like mm-hmm. every almost everybody he interacted with, even in like the opening like musical number, like he finds a way to like give back to them or acknowledge or recognize. Like I remember watching this part again. It's like he's like give the mice the cheese, give the mice the cheese, and he gives them little gifts. And he's like yeah, like. <laughs> It was, it was like, you see the, all of them like, yeah, you, like, thank you. Or like when he's giving them gifts, he's like putting coal in the stocking stuffing, like as like for the actual accounts, like, Hey, we can burn some coal and stay warm. <laughs> um, 
And then, uh, you know, he gets the... The scarf. The scarf, yeah. And uh, the little rabbit guy that freaked him out beforehand. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he's just like, well, you want me to get the big turkey? He's like, yeah, he's like, he's like here's five shillings. Yeah, he's like, five more if you bring it back faster. He's like, okay, sir. Like, he's just like, and it's, yeah, there's a little little rabbit guy. Like, yeah, do it. And then, um, uh, what, what part? Oh, man, my favorite part is when he runs into um, Beaker and um, Bunsen again. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, do you remember Beaker's reaction? Yeah. When he sees Scrooge. He's like, Ooh! like he just tries to hide his head. Like he does he does the like I'm gonna hide my head in the scarf kind of thing. I think I missed that part. Dude, like head goes like in he his goes, shirt. Whoo! Like that and then like Bunsen just like, oh no, don't worry. It's just like, hey you gentlemen, you know, we're talking about and then he hits very him with generous. The, yeah, he hits him with the surprise. He's like, think of it as back pain. Just like and then Beaker has that like, oh my god, yeah. Like he then he gives him the scarf. Like that was like he's just like wait, and then that that what I thought was really really cool, or like Beaker, like that's the little things like that, that little change where Beaker's like, hey, that was really nice of you. At least I can just give you this scarf. And uh, Scrooge wears it the whole rest of the movie. He's like, yeah, I'm aware. This is great. And uh, finally, he gets to he gets to the Cratchit house, and Miss Piggy gets to do her Miss Piggy things. Oh yeah, we also have to talk about how Kermit cannot recognize his daughters. It's messed up. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. I'm Bettina. I'm the like, Whatever. <laughs> he was even like, because I'm guessing this was be twins. Yeah. So he's okay. just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know which one's which. He's like, sure. He's just like, okay. He's like, well, I'm Bettina. Then like, this <laughs> piggy was also kind of the same. She's like, okay. He's like, oh, but I'm that. Whatever. Whatever the the one's name was. Like, oh, but I'm st- I'm still this. Yeah, but I'm still so. Like, don't worry about it. And then like he had one son, and then because he's walking around with Tiny Tim, so he's like, I don't have to worry about the other one because they're not the same. That that uh. That uh, that shot of him walking with Tiny Tim, that was actually pretty cool how, how they did it. Because, I guess, we're, I don't know, talking just a little bit about... Yeah, like, go about production the, value. Go nuts. And stuff. So, what was cool is that the the floor is actually rotating, or the, the ground is mm-hmm. rotating to make it look like he's moving. And then the the houses on the side are, like, just moving like this and look pretty cool. Like, like it, was pretty, it was pretty cool and practical to, you know, of course, to the puppets. The puppeteers are underneath doing this. So they have to hide that somehow, and that was their... I mean, that was the way they were doing it, but of course, throughout the movie, they have, like, the strings and whatever that are, like, invisible. Of course, yeah, they're overall Muppets and stuff. Like, even the, the the flight sequence, like, you can tell, like, oh, is he on wire? Like, Michael oh, K, is yeah. he on wire? Yeah. But, like, then you have, like, Gonzo and Rizzo tagging along and going through the whole slapstick there. And even, like, he had a Muppet cat, like, having to chase Rizzo around when they're in the past. I love how I remember in the past, like, hey, you can't interact with anything in the past. I'm like, that cat says otherwise. <laughs> like, you're just going to go maul this poor mouse. Well, one of my favorite parts, and I remembered this line from when, when I was a kid, was it was near the beginning, and Gonzo's trying to light the lamp, and then he lights Rizzo on fire. And then Rizzo's like, light the lamp, not the rat, not the rat, light the lamp. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like his whole tail goes on fire, and then he just like dunks him. Oh, he's like into in the, the ice. Into, yeah, yeah, into yeah the he puts him in the, in the ice. So like, I don't know why, but like when I rewatched that part, I was like, oh, I remember that. Like clearly, yeah. I just remembered like not the rat, not the rat when I was a little kid. I think I repeated it a lot. I was like, not the rat. <laughs> yeah, just the voices. Yeah. The, the voices are great. Yeah, like I, I keep coming back to it. Like the movie has like a really... F- fun or a really fine balance between like the zany 
you know, fourth wall breaking, really fun, like over the top Muppet style, and then bringing it back in and reining it when it needs to be. Like you could argue maybe like, hey, to have more interaction between maybe his ne his nephew because you know the original story like his mother who is Scrooge's sister like that was the only person that kind of like you know cared for him. We only saw like a little bit of that, if at all. I think when he was like a little kid, and then um, you don't get all that much with like the the riddle game in Fred's party when they're just like, oh, is it a, a creature? It's like you could say like it's your uncle Scrooge, and he's just like. Wow, like he kind of like in this version, he's just kind of like he's kind of like, well, that's mean. Like another version is just like, man, that that girl's not cool. But this one, like he, it's you can see him internalize. It's like, wow, like okay, that's what people really do think about me. Like, and that's like my you know nephew's wife. You know, it's again the subtlety of it, and like I guess really works. It's pretty wild. Um, I think. Uh, and then again, another departure is I mentioned it before is like, what did you guys think about like, you know, some of the musical songs that they threw in there? The music, well, technically musical numbers. Yeah, they were fun. I mean, at least for me, you know, the one at the end, since it brings it all home, you know, hits a little harder than the other ones. So I enjoyed that one the most, but they're fun. You know, this classic Muppets, like somehow they'll always infuse music into like comedy routines but like you don't really mind it because like like the movie itself like overall it's just like you're having a fun time it's not you don't feel like you're watching a musical movie and just like oh okay this is weird like somehow they put that goofiness in it like while doing the musical so yeah like i, I did, like it i didn't feel like it was mainly a musical i just felt like throughout the movie they kind of like sprinkled it in mm. um and it kind of fit yeah, yeah, it it works. Like um, I mentioned before, like the the one that really works for me, like that really lands, is uh, like Tiny Tim's like song that they all do together. Mm -hmm. Like, cause it talks, you know, it it it's just it just feels good, that he gets to say his "God bless us, everyone" kind of thing in there too. So, um, I think it's a big testament, I think, to the I forget the guys who wrote the music. Um, like it's really like it keeps it both classy but also like you know it, it like you said injects the muppets kind of um their flair yeah like it, yeah it has their flair like it, it's actually it's really really nice but um I, I was worried honestly guys like i was like man i don't know if like they're gonna like jive with it or or think it's gonna be or anything like that. But we that. still don't know if it, if it did or not. We'll find out. Because uh, for me, like, like with the music, I I wasn't paying too much to uh, like too much attention to the music. I was just kind of focused on the movie. Okay. So when I, they were seeing you, like, like you fell asleep or? No, like, like <laughs> if, if, if I was just, I was more like whenever they would have a musical number, I'm, I'm watching like it the rather sets? than listening. Oh, okay. Yeah, like just watching what's going on and not really listening to the music all that much. So I don't really remember any of the songs. To be honest, because I was just, I was just focused on what was going on. All right, fair enough. Okay, good. So because that means it wasn't distracting to the point. It's like ah, oh, this yeah. is annoying. Another music song. But it's just like you the, know who who did the music? I don't even know who did the music. The music. Uh, the the songs were written by Paul Williams, and um, there was a the score was so, done yeah. by Miles Goodman. Yeah. Okay. So like they kind of room stuff together. So, um, 
the main one again, like I, I probably mentioned, the, was "Bless Us All." The the uh, Marley and Mar the Marley Marley song like was really catchy for me because they're just like you know they're they're doing this whole like the spiel like you've made your teens in life you're gonna wear them in death kind of thing and uh, and it's again Statler and Waldorf just singing and having a whole thing and being the the hecklers that they are even in death that's what made that even funnier. And then don't they get like dragged back down? It's like they're going to hell. Yeah, so they're just like, do. oh, we're going, we're, we're going. And then they, they get dragged down the stairs, mm -hmm. which it could be that too, because from all their chains. And like the music fades away and you see or hear them go, Ooh. Like, <laughs> like they're they're having too much fun with it. it it's great. Freaking great. Um, it must be fun to <laughs> record voiceover for and work on a Muppet movie. Sure. Yeah, I would love to ask Jason Siegel. It probably takes a long time because they're probably just goofing off yeah i mean yeah. I, i've seen so many like bloopers from sesame street bloopers from bear in the big blue house i don't know if you guys know that yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know and, and you mean blue I, i think that was one of my other favorite shows growing up same uh as a kid because uh because i didn't know i didn't know it was it was a uh, jim henson uh Eureka's company Castle? until until like recently Eureka's when i Castle. figured but, like like wow. usually those bloopers like the Like if someone like messes up their lines and they and they they swear at each other. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's like man, like watching these like childhood characters like say <laughs> bad words, and then, like and they'll they'll map out the 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 puppetry of it too. Like yeah, like, they'll actually like because like, they're the Hearing character. Swears the best. <laughs> yeah, because because uh, they're the they're the character. You're you're using puppetry to bring out a character to life. It's like they might have forgotten their lines and they might be. Like bantering with each other, but they, they, they're still in character. Yeah, they're still in character, just forgetting their lines. And again, that's why that's what makes this version to me just work. Like, it's it's really like it just like hey, we're we're Michael Caine and this like the story like treats the Muppets as like actual actors and characters, and but while doing their Muppety things. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't stress that enough. We said that like 18 million times, but it's great. It's really really great. Um, I guess you know putting a little bow on it for Christmas. Uh. In the end of the year is let's get down to ratings. So um, I'll start first with Anthony. Oh, ooh, ooh, yeah. Oh, I'll start first with my score. No, you I'll start first with Humbug. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a classic story that you probably were taught when you were younger, anyway, from in school at some point. Yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully you read the book. Who? I mean, I've never read the book, but I've read the book. Seen a rendition like a version yeah there's multiple versions like the, like the one Jim the Jim Carrey one you're talking about there's there's uh, Scrooged which is which I actually saw when I was also pretty young I'm like I don't think I should have seen this should movie have not have seen yeah because yeah. it's, it's kind of messed up but uh I mean, there's like other Disney versions of it you've got uh also uh like an all dogs go to heaven version of it with all dogs Christmas Carol You got a bunch of stuff. Never seen that. Yeah, like you also have the, the that, one, that one. I watched a lot growing up. The actually. new <laughs> musical version in Spirited. Oh, Spirited, yes. Yeah, Spirited. The is Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell oh, it's, and it's the same story. Yeah, it's the same oh, yeah, story. I didn't even know that. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah, yeah Will Ferrell and is the the ghost of the present. Netflix okay. also made like a new animated one um, called Scrooge something. Big Duck. Uh -huh. Like Uncle Scrooge? No, it was it's um DuckTales? 
Oh, it's just Scrooge, Ooh. A Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. <laughs> By Netflix. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. In I Netflix, was, Christmas uh, Carol. The, the, yeah, it's in Netflix. Yeah. Um, Donald Duck's uh, uncle. The one, <laughs> I guess, before we get into ratings, we've seen the other versions we've seen. I don't know if you guys remember this one. Anthony might have. It was on TNT. It should have been, like, in a video release, but the Patrick Stewart one. It was. Um, I saw, I that saw one. Patrick Stewart. Probably. Sir Patrick Stewart. I yes. mean, I I might have seen it, but again, like if it, if it was in the nineties or was it early nineties? It was uh, mid nineties. Yeah. Came so on 19, uh, sorry, late nineties, nineteen ninety nine. I remember watching it on like I a probably band watched trip. it, but I was probably like not even paying attention to to it much because I do remember him in like his costume as Scrooge, but I don't remember much else. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Where I watched it. Whatever, regardless. I mean, it's a good story, a good it's a ref- classic. Yeah, it's, a, it's mm-hmm. just good reflection of, you know, um, you know, past, present, and future. Just a reflection of oneself, and to look back to see what you've done, and then see what you can change and change about yourself, and just do better. So it's like overall, still always yeah, have it's always a good story. Yeah, it's always an overall. It's an overall good story, and. And in the end, he he realizes like oh, I have all this money, and instead of me being a grumpy old man, let me like spread the wealth and, and save. Actually, like he actually like shared and like save people's lives. Like He's, those those mice like, that got that cheese, they're living. Yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> like they're for sure living. Little 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 bunny kid does not have to go around, you know, asking for 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 pennies. Uh, you know, like they give that kid five shillings just to get the turkey, like. Like, great stuff like don't waste your privilege so it's good yeah and like it's just keeping christmas in your heart mm-hmm. yeah yeah nice dude yeah good message and yeah this version is yeah it might be the best or one of the best versions and it's been what 31 years and i'm gonna say the, one week no <laughs> it's been 31 years and i don't know if there's been one that has topped it since then so yeah they did a good job it, i wonder if they'll ever do like a remake with the muppets Probably not, but nah, it no, would be interesting. I I, I, they could, they could, even though I don't want them to. But I think they could. But mm-hmm. eh, I don't think they should. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Um, I'd probably give it like maybe like seven and a half. Like very, very solid, very nice. Obviously, good message for kids and adults. Like it's a good message for everyone. So yeah, it's a very solid and well-made movie. The almost said Muppeteers. I mean, Muppeteers. that is a word, I guess. But yeah, all the the effects and the Muppets were really cool. So yeah, overall enjoyed it. Hard 7.5. Ooh, okay. Like a snowy 7.5. Okay, nice. All, all right. right. I like that. All right, let's go to Danny. So, <clears throat> um, I wasn't always a big fan of Muppets. And... When you mentioned that you were going to recommend this movie, I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to... knew it. I don't know if I'm going to like this one. Because I never grew up watching Muppets. I never got, like, any, like, attachment to it. Or, like, you know, just... I, never, I was never interested in it. And then also, like, some musical pieces. I'm not a big musical fan either. Um, but this movie surprised me. Surprised you? Nice. Yeah, a good surprise. A good surprise. Pleasant surprise. Like I think maybe like the f- like the first maybe couple minutes 
I was like, mm, oh I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, don't, oh I don't know how I feel about this. It was the this. Gonzo Rizzo banter. He's like, oh, this is what we're doing? Yeah, like, oh, this isn't man. for me. How long is this movie? An hour and 20 minutes. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> um, but no, th- then it started to, um, then I started to get you know invested in um, Michael, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Okay. <laughs> I thought he was great. Yeah, dude, uh, was awesome. Alfred. He really pulled the movie for me. Um, and I'll, I'll give it a solid seven. Like solid seven. seven. You know what? I expected less. So I I expected less too. (laughs) Um, but I think, and then I had mentioned it earlier. I think the part that I enjoyed the most was like that last, like third of the movie, Mm -hmm. um, with the last ghost and. Like that whole like and emotional and like resolution, um, so that really, really pulled it for me. The I mean I don't I'm, I think it is on Disney Plus, but yeah, it is. It is. There's no, no, I'm extended not version. the movie. I'm saying like the Muppet Show from the '90s, mm. the '80s and the '90s. If it's on Disney Plus, like I suggest 70s maybe. Yeah, I suggest you watch it because I was the same. Like when I would stay home, it was like. Price well, they is have right. The Muppets. The 76 show. I American think. Gladiators. Yeah, man. So, like, Muppets was always part of that. The whatever. The circle of, of shows I would watch throughout the day. They have the, the whole, like, Muppets, like, category in Disney+. Mm-hmm. Plus. So, they, they, I know they, they have do a lot have of a bunch of movies and, and yeah. series. I mean, it, it, has Disney always owned it or have they always been partners? Well, I think they <laughs> bought it out in, like... 2004. Yeah, it was recent. well because this movie is partly produced with Disney. Well, this was the first one that they it was the first um, one. Oh, okay, produced with it. So in February of 2004 yeah, is when they bought out the Muppets. So, not, so they, they bought the Muppets. Yeah, they acquired the Muppets from the Henson family in February of 2004. And then, then they bought Pixar like what a year later, two years later. Yeah, that's when they're just like, we got the money, we're gonna buy it. <laughs> We're gonna buy it. All right. So yeah, everything. they had the whole the ride, not the ride, but the 3D show and that section of that was next to MGM Honey Studios. I the kids. Yeah. No, it was an MGM Studios. Yeah, well, Honey I Shrunk the Kids was also an MGM Studios. Was it? I thought yeah. that was in. Oh no, the area. The area. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not the, the area. Not the movie. Show, yeah. Not, yeah, not the movie or anything. Yeah, I'm just saying that. Yeah. It was. I they, don't have, they don't have this stuff anymore. No, they. they oh yeah. They used to have a whole. I, I didn't even know that that existed well, there. I don't even know if you've seen Honey I Shrunk the Kids, but there used to be. A whole area where it was just like well, they made huge. everything huge, so yeah. they would have like huge plastic ants with like grass everywhere, and it was like you walking around like the backyard. It's a very interesting cool. uh, property to use to have like a like a themed section. That's well, because the place yeah, used to was, be called Ho- it was MGM very popular. Studios. Yeah, it was a popular movie. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I, remember, I, I used to go there when it was yeah. MGM Studios. Then yeah. then they changed to Disney Hollywood Studios, and then. They took out some stuff. They took out that lights, camera, action. No, it's it was, it's called something else. Lights, camera. The stunt show or the yeah that stunt oh, show. Oh yeah, the Indiana yeah, Jones show. No, no, it was like in the, like the back part of the where, where the Star Wars is now. I think it was like in that section. It had that like a plane. Um, no, oh, it, it was the, cars. It was and like bikes. the special. Oh, the cars. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. There used to be a. I think it was by the Honey and Shrunk the Kids area. It was like a. Like visual earthquake. effects yeah kind of yeah. like earthquake it was like a visual effects ride where you would go through like different movie sets 
of of, no, of movies else. and then like yeah. they would show you like oh this is how they did this scene and like things would be exploding while you're like watching it yeah it was pretty and cool it, yeah, but they took like, that away too i'm like i remember seeing i like, like those things man. like i was like man this is so it's cool. the same thing with the earthquake ride in universal like they had oh, a man. whole ride that there was also like a twister one similar kind of like yeah it was similar like, in a similar well, vein. there was a twister ride but i don't That's i think that was universal yeah, yeah. The, and that got uh, taken by the Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, Fallon ride. ride. Is it Jimmy Fallon a ride? Yes, yeah. there is a Jimmy ride. Fallon. It's called Corporate Synergy. And before Twister, it was a Ghostbusters show. Oh, man, oh, the Ghostbusters better. show. Yeah, because it was. My back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before, so, yeah. So before anyway, we, theme before parks. we keep going back to the ghosts of Christmas past, Zach, let's get <laughs> is back the Muppets to you. 3D still at Hollywood Studios? Um, no, yeah, so there. I, I went there like a year. Okay, okay. I, like I go there ago. every time I go yeah, to MGM, or I still call MGM, but every time I go there, I I, I see that show. Because I, I think when I, when I went there a couple years ago, I I, I did the uh, that new Mickey Mouse uh, the, the train rain. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I and I think right next yet. to it was the Muppets one. Mm-hmm. Like right thereby was the Muppets one. Did they take Which, away Pizza Planet? I don't. I don't know. Because it was right by that Muppets. Yeah, they have to have the Pizza Planet still has that. to be there. I remember eating there. There, I was like, "It's Pizza Planet." There were certain parts of that of the park where they, of, they've of the changed a lot of that park. Yeah, I don't remember. I never. Went Anyways, to. Zach gives it a flat anyway. nine. <laughs> yeah, Beaker had a great touching <laughs> moment. With Michael Caine Scrooge, so so kind of similar to Danny. Um, I I never grew up on the Muppets all that much, like I like I mentioned before. Well, I don't know if I had mentioned it before recording or mentioned it at the beginning, but Sesame Street was my thing growing up, and a little bit of Bear in the Big Blue House, which are which are both <laughs> Jim Henson productions. Um, but the actual Muppets with Kermit, Miss Piggy, and the rest of the gang, I not I never really watched too much. Uh, the movie that came out a few years ago, the one with uh, uh, Jason Segel, that one, that one was like the first one. Great movie. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that one a lot. But going into it, I kind of had an idea of what this would be like. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of slapstick, a lot of like bantering and stuff between characters and whatnot. Um, I was expecting it, but it was also done well because it's Muppets. They, they like I, I can't think of. I mean, I don't. You I mean you guys have seen more Muppets stuff than I have? I'm sure there's maybe one or two turds out there but most of them were probably we also sure remember we saw labyrinths too so that's of that too but he's talking about turds and i'm like I, 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 in my mind i was like man we should have them watch dark crystal he's like they mentioned turds and i was like i'm just like ah oh, i'm so mad more people didn't watch dark well, crystal. no no not 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 like other properties by the, the by the studio but the muppets specifically like if there's any are there any turd well they made they made there? a uh, like a modern TV show, maybe like five years ago or something. I think it was on ABC, and it was kind of weird because I think it was, it was trying to be like a workplace comedy, but with the Muppets or something. Oh, like I that. remember that. Yeah, I saw one episode. I'm like, I don't know about this. I don't know, and I think it got canceled after like one season. I could be wrong, but yeah. I just remember me personally. I didn't like it that much, but maybe if I kept watching, I would have liked it. So that's the only one I could think of currently. Muppet Treasure Island is great. Muppet Treasure Island, I feel like it's the opposite of this. We're like, but it's still good. Though. Like Tim Curry is basically like a human Muppet. It's great, oh but it's still awesome. Like that, I would, I can yeah, go a whole like, other episode like, about that one. That one's great too. A lot of a lot of what they make, I'm sure, is like either pretty good to great, or to like amazing and beyond and what not. So I mean, I the so Jason Segel movie yeah. came out. 
2011. 2011. Yeah, yeah, man, 12 years. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's been a hot minute. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, if you have to yeah. give it a, you know, how, uh, well, how many out of, out of, out of, out of 10 whoopee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that's a high score. <laughs> that's I was going to say, score. like, fuzzy whoopee pies, but, like, it's just, okay, that's better. I, I think I think nine walkers. I think a seven and a half is, is seven a, and a half. Yeah, yeah I'm nice. actually impressed. Nice. I'm, I'm I'm thoroughly nice. impressed. That's kind of awesome. But that's like um. Did you see the Happy Time Murders? It's not the Happy Muppets, Time. but it was the Jim Henson Company made all the puppets for that movie. So it was like a rated that. R comedy. I'm in <laughs> quotes. Because it wasn't meant funny. Yeah, it was meant to be like a raunchy rated R comedy, but with puppets. Um, it was rated R. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. So it was like some parts were funny, but overall it was just it was whatever. Yeah, it was. I've never. Yeah, it was, oh, called, was it the, called the Happy Time Murders. Happy Time Murders. I don't. It sounds kind of familiar, but I, I've never watched it for sure. Okay. But it's. It, I I might have heard it once or twice in passing. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually it's interesting, but I don't know. I go out and watch it, but anyway, very cool. Um, I guess I'll uh, I'll wrap it up here. Um, yeah, um, like my favorite Christmas Carol is the one from 1984 with uh, George C. Scott, but this is my second favorite uh, because Ooh. of just how like I get like how everything works. Like it shouldn't work on paper in theory, but because of the love that everybody and care that everybody that worked on the movie put into it, it makes it a really fun and enjoyable experience. While, like, to Anthony's point, is still keeping the spirit, no pun intended, of the idea and the concept of what the story is all about. So kind of, you know, and it's obviously a quintessential Christmas movie, but in terms of how to tell this particular story, it's a great way to really kind of uh, hit it home. And at the same time, it's great that if you've seen other versions or like the classical versions of it, like from the 50s and then, or even some of the plays that show it in a, just straight from the book, you know, that type of retelling, this is just that nice kind of like little counterbalance to it, but it also helps you see it from a different perspective, if that makes any sense. Like knowing about the original Charles Dickens story makes this version that would already be good on its own. I feel like it just makes it better. So I would give this a solid Ocho. Ocho. Yeah, solid Ocho. eight. Yeah. So we're all kind of in the same ballpark range, seven to eight. Yeah, we're all, I think we're all in the same spot there. So uh, feels good, guys. Feels Shabby. good. Yeah. See, you, you guys were worried, Danny. <laughs> yeah. Would you say Mr. it's Skeptic. a classical thing? <laughs> <laughs> It's it is absolutely a classic. We're calling banger. 1992 classic. No, I'm kidding. In terms of a classical story, that, I mean no. anything over 25 hey, years is considered. You go on the radio and what? What Lincoln songs? Park. Not even Lincoln Park. Before like Nirvana, classic rock. I'm like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> well, I mean, so if that's like, but if you go off of the classical Charles Dickens story, the, yeah, it's a banger. It's a banger of a freaky Christmas story. Yeah, why not? Uh, so pivoting over to other stuff, uh, let's get uh, the folks uh, another Christmas gift, which is going to be the topic of next episode. Yeah. So Danny, what time, do we got going on? This time it's my turn to pick. Um, this one Zach hasn't seen. 
Oh, nice. So we've all seen it except Zach. Yes. Oh, Are you sure. Interesting. Yes. And I know this because he mentioned it some time ago. So oh, uh, so we gotta do it. Yeah. Okay. Like, like how long ago? Zach like, to uh, the future. Maybe either one of the last two recordings when we were just chatting. Last okay. action hero. Um, so this is a not Christmas Christmas movie as we continue the trend. Oh boy. Um, yeah, not idea. Christmas, Christmas. Okay. Not yeah. Christmas, Christmas. What does that mean? And uh, you'll know once I say it. Um, obviously, we oh gotta, God, we gotta we do this. To. We gotta do Die Hard. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> the first one. It's still in theaters. Your ears. It's still in theaters. It's still in theaters. <laughs> yep. So go watch it. Um, man, this movie's a classic. <laughs> what time is it? It's a classic banger. There are explosions. Banger. A classic uh, banger. Literally. Directed by and the same guy who directed The Predator. Yeah. Um, an 80s movie, you know? Uh, uh, automatic Five. Bruce Willis, Alan Rickman. Uh, so I'm just curious to see Zach's like, take like, on the. I've, I've original. never seen Alec. Uh, Oh my god, I can't even say his name. Alec, <laughs> Alan Richson. Alec, Alan Richson. I haven't seen Alan Rickman Jack in Reacher? anything other than Harry Potter. Are you serious? Oh, Young Hitchcock? I'm serious. Dogma? Yeah, you never seen Dogma? He's great in Dogma. To me, uh, he's Severus Snape, and that's it. No. no. So, you know what? Okay. To so, everyone else, he's no. this character. No, to everyone, yeah, to everyone else, he's either Hans Gruber or he is what uh, Prince John. From uh, Robin Hood, oh, Prince of Thieves. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it that live action one that came out? No. That before you were born. Not Russell Crowe. No. Oh, okay, never mind. Okay, never mind. I'm talking about Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. Oh. And that with that crazy Brian Adams soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But Don't I know everything else. <laughs> classic banger. That's another Do classic. Do it for Die Hard. I know Zach has seen one of the Die Hard movies. Yeah, Live Free or Die Hard. That's okay. so with weird. Justin Long. Just that one. I don't remember him being in the Oh, he's in it. And Timothy Oliphant. Mm -hmm. I don't remember Mary Elizabeth being in it either. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Really? Yes. That's where he and Bruce Willis got, I guess, got like cool. I never knew that. Oh, I see you're a big fan of the set. Not much of the Star Wars. Interesting. I saw it in theaters. Maggie Q. Maggie Q. No idea who that is. You don't know who Maggie Q is? You should. You never saw Nikita. You're about to get cute. Maggie cued. Anyway, we're gonna queue up Die Hard because that's yeah. what we're gonna be watching. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Because I have no idea. Good That'll pick. be a fun it's Streaming on AMC theaters. That's what go watch it in the movie theater with some popcorn. That would actually be pretty cool. With some popcorn, you got to take your shoes off. You know, you got to get off into soda pop. Oh, get a soda pop. Soda Have a pop. couple of laughs and hang out with a guy named Argyle. That's such a cool name. All right, Danny, I like that pick. Um, yep. hopefully everyone who is listening likes that pick too. Um, we'd love to ch- get your thoughts on what your favorite version of a Muppet of a Christmas Carol is. Um, you know, some of us now might've changed it to being a Muppet Christmas Carol, but, um, you know, reach out to us. We're on all the socials. We're on, uh, you know, Twitter or X formerly known as Twitter threads. Uh, you know, check us out on the Instagram polls. Danny will be YouTube. posting them up. And we have our YouTube recaps that we have here. Uh, hopefully soon we're going to be getting back to video. So you get to see our beautiful mugs. Talk about some fun stuff on TV and film. And the occasional maybe Zach Beaker impersonation again. We'll have to save that for next time. 
<laughs> with that everybody thank you so much for tuning in it really means a lot to us we hope you all have a happy holidays which whatever holiday you do celebrate um hope you guys get some great gifts and spend time with some family and friends thank you so much again we'll catch you next time bye bye later Thank you.